1: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to yet
2: another episode of The Shock Factor, where I, Stephen Shock, take you on a college baseball journey, joined by the wonderful Jake Mintz and the beautiful Jordan Schusterman. How are oh, we wow. doing this week, fellas? I mean, I know, Jordan, Steven. you're probably
1: doing great now. <laughs> I am now. Stephen, I know we have to let uh, Jake back in on the podcast party. Uh, that we that we threw without him last week, but it's Jake. It's great to have you back. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Uh, Shock? How can he be beautiful? You got? You didn't even play college baseball. He's a fraud. <laughs>
2: he got the beauty sleep. That's how. Mm. That's hey, how we hey, woke hey. up shaking every day
0: in the morning. <laughs> we we got up at 5 a.m. to lift and stayed ugly. Yeah, because God knows the weights know when it's early. <laughs> That's for sure,
1: <laughs> uh, gentlemen. We're back, all three of us. Very excited to be back here on this episode of The Shock Factor. Steven, um, there was one big theme. First of all, by the way, thank you to S2 Cognition for sponsoring our wonderful podcast. I don't know if we have a fake sponsor later on, but still shout out, shout out <laughs> to S2 for continuing to support us. Um, uh, you Steven, a real one. There was a, yeah, there was a very uh, clear theme this weekend in the baseball world, uh, and that is that uh, our sport, particularly in college, Except for the goofy uh, Shriners Classic, it's we, played outside. We outside. <laughs> we, outside! <laughs> we outside. We outside. Ninety-nine percent of the time, and uh, that played a difference uh, this weekend because it was it was rain. It was raining quite a bit. Stephen Shock, yeah. wasn't it?
2: Everybody knows playing college baseball is impossible with damp feet, so that really put a damper on most guys' days. I know I personally could not perform.
0: When my feet were wet. I don't want trench foot. Call me crazy. All right. I love I love the rain. I loved I loved playing in the rain. As someone who wasn't very good, I always felt like the rain was an equalizer, right? <laughs> it made others uncomfortable. I thrived in the wet and the awful. That was my realm <laughs> to shine. But this weekend, you know, baseball's getting soft and they canceled. This is cancel culture. Canceling all these games and pushing a lot of them back to Saturday or to Sunday or to Monday or in some cases getting it all done before the rain showed up. But the theme of this whole ep- episode is we're gonna get hashtag wet. And we're gonna just before we before we talk about anything else. Shock uh, rain delay experiences. Are there any that stand out for you in your career of passing time during a rain delay?
2: Um, my biggest rain delay memory. This was like. I don't even know if I was on the team at this juncture, but it, it was my dear friends at Appalachian State University were stuck in a rain delay. And my friend Travis Holden, he had a killer mustache, just like you, still does to this day, Jake. And uh, he decided to hit a fake home run round the bases and dive into home. And it was a video that like ESPN tweeted out. like All these big accounts tweeted out and like went pretty viral. Like The umpire called him out at home, which was cool because, you know, I have a tendency to believe some umpires are dorks, some. I'm not saying all, and I'm not saying you shouldn't umpire. There's a shortage right now. Go out, do it. People need jobs. But it, it was one of my favorite memories just to watch. A lot of the time, me in the rain was just me being bitter, having soggy fingers, obviously having better grip on underwater objects, but believe it or not, that didn't come into play often.
0: Mm. True, Jordan. Any rain delay memories that you have of, of, of watching games?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I feel like uh, I feel like it's it's something. I know we've we've talked in past episodes about the actual action of playing in the rain, right? But the delay really is something that is just that feeling when the umps start waving and they just give, they they just give up, and you know that you you have you. Well, I should say you don't know how long you're about to be there for, right? And that moment of thinking like, oh boy, is this going to be 30 minutes? Is this going to be three hours? Is just such a, and this is true at all levels of baseball, but in college too, when there's other goofy things at play, uh, it, it really just is, is, is a, a very unique uh, sporting experience is watching everyone called off the field.
0: I'm going to say two things that might be contradictory, but I believe them both. Number one, the rain delay when the ump waves their arms, and the game is stopped, what that does is it drops the facade of the entire experience, especially when you play small school college baseball, right? Because if you're playing in some backwoods, middle of nowhere Illinois town, but you're with your boys and you're wearing baseball pants and you're all hyped up and ready to go and you're in the action, you might as well be at Yankee Stadium, right? Because you're in the game and you're in the moment and you're riding the wave. But the second that the ump waves his arms, okay, you're now in Jacksonville, Illinois, and you have to just... (laughs) Fucking sit there for the foreseeable future. Okay, that's what that does. It it breaks the third wall. Okay, the second thing though, to take a, a page out of the Stephen Shock playbook, rain delays oh. in college baseball are what college baseball is all about. When uh-huh. you're playing and you're just out there getting wet with your friends and you're just hanging out, those are the moments I wish I could go back to. Rain delay. We didn't even have a clubhouse, okay? We're, like, sheltering under the dugout overhang. You know, the freshmen are, like, wetter than the people who are playing. (laughs) I mean, that's for me. People are hiding in the bathrooms and the press box. Like, that, to me, that's baseball, (laughs) Steve Shack.
2: That's a great point. Now that I think about it, one of my, uh, you know, I don't measure my baseball career on success or failure, but I measure it on how many people I made laugh. Especially my teammates, because that's what I valued most. I wanted people to remember playing with me like, you know, was he good? Was he bad? Who gives a shit? He made me laugh. And I remember we were playing Clemson. I ate three bananas, peel and all, just like casual banana eating. And when it's raining and you're trapped in a dugout and it's like, wow, I have to be with this kid for a little bit longer, you're going to laugh. So I got got some pretty good laughs. Coach Brian O'Connor laughed at it. I mean, he might have thought, wow, Steve, you're a moron, which he knew. He knew it deep right. down in his heart, but I was a lovable more, you know?
0: Right. When you're, when you're performing in that moment, you're not just performing, like you're used to performing for the other people who don't play, but in that moment you're getting the starters are, are locked in. The coaches are locked into you. So like for me, I would say my two best memories. One is playing tic-tac-toe mm-hmm. against the other team on a ball and throwing it back and forth always in, a, reg- in a regional game, which uh, is hilarious. And then now, the other Was
1: that ball I assume this was like A BP ball or
0: something Yeah it was just it was some BP ball Yeah 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 Okay it's not like You threw it back in And then you used it after. Yeah <laughs> but... And because we were like ass, Like an asshole smart school Right We started writing Math equations on the ball And tossing them mm. Into the other dugout To have them solved <laughs> um, And then the other one That stands out Is Upside Down Man Steven Shock, Do you know about Upside Down Man? I, I do know a thing or two Because I've seen A thing or two But Yeah
2: to the average listener who may not know what Upside Down Man is, Jake, could you uh, elaborate just a little?
0: Yeah, so, you know, there are certain uh, creatures in the wild that are their existence is not confirmed, merely rumored. I'm speaking, of course, about the Abominable Snowman or Sasquatch, you know. And they're
2: blurry. They're blurry and they're
0: blurry the and, you know, it really just reports. And that's what <laughs> Upside Down Man is. Upside Down Man is when you put your pants on your hands... And your shoes, your pants on your chest, and your shoes on your hands, and your jersey on your legs, and you run around. <laughs> you know,
1: now, I'm wondering, if you Google Upside Down Man, will you get what we're talking about? I'm actually curious. It's going to be a little live. Upside Down Man Baseball?
2: <laughs> upside Down uh, man, man Baseball yes. reveal.
1: yes. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. You will see exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> you
2: want to you know the scariest thing about Upside Down Man?
0: He, what he does to his victims.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, anytime he appears, it's like Beetlejuice. You know, you say Beetlejuice three times, and then all of a sudden, Be- close. And all of a sudden, <laughs> BJ shows up. But you play Rain Makes Corn, and Corn Makes Whiskey, and then when oh, yeah. it rains, it pours back to back that's when Upside Down Man comes out to
1: play. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say about Upside Down Man. The first time you see it, it is a little unsettling. I have to tell you. And so I'm just, this is just a, 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 a content warning for when you, when you Google this. But in, this is so perfect, guys. I, I, I Googled it, and the first thing is a, a YouTube video with 18,000 views from March 2009. <laughs> Baseball rain delays, Upside Down Man. God, it and sucks. Then the, the, the description is, Little Rain delay during the 2008 Atlantic Sun Baseball Tournament. That's what <laughs> college baseball's all about, baby. Yes, it Bel- is. Belmont pitcher Eric Diaz performs the Upside Down Man to the delight of everyone in the crowd. <laughs> Why is it talking uh.
2: like it's the 1920s? <laughs>
1: this is textbook, by the way. If yeah. you watch this video... Which, again, you should find very easily. <laughs> it is a incredible performance from from Eric. <laughs> it is. But I have to say, again, pretty disturbing. <laughs> it's really disturbing the first time you see it. I want to punch it. You agree with me, right? It's, it's, a, very, it's a very, very strange. <laughs> yeah, when you first <laughs> see it upside down, down,
2: man, your first instinct is, I'm going to fight it. Don't fight it. Because it's just some college dipshit. That's all it is.
1: Um, <laughs> so, that you're right. But but there's so many things you can do. While, and, and by the way, we're going to get to another one uh, later in our Beyond D1 segment. Um, I don't want to spoil that. Um, but... <laughs> but if, <laughs> but yes, I am very glad that we got to talk about upside down man. Now one of the thing, look again, we promised You want to talk about talk, You want to talk we, about the college
0: baseball w- team. Well, here? we can
1: talk about college baseball. So so again, last week we were like we're not going to talk about Tennessee. Well, this week we are going to talk about Tennessee because they lost. Oh my god. Can't they believe lost this. the series to Kentucky. But we're not even going to talk about that, although shouts out to Kentucky because obviously
0: that's a pretty dope series win. Any given Saturday in the SEC, it just <laughs> means Moss. Live Moss. It just means Moss. Uh, but the, the, the other part
1: of rain related conversation we want to talk about is that they had a game uh, during this series that was suspended and pushed to be continued, the continuation, the resumption of the suspended game on Saturday. And I think this is something also that is, is part of the, the rain delay experience when a rain delay turns into a suspension and turns into a see you at 11 a.m. Hey, you standing on second base, you're going to run right back out there. And you standing on the mound, you may probably will not be still pitching. <laughs> but this there's is, all kinds of weird things. Honestly, know, Jordan, this is what
0: jury duty has been like for me. Oh. <laughs> Everything we're doing, pause it. okay? Pause it. We'll we're going to do it Tomorrow. We're going to come back. back. We'll
1: knock it out tomorrow. Jake, speaking of jury
2: duty, tell everybody on that's listening
0: about your case. It should help you get out. Absolutely. So (laughs) uh, have you seen Pirates of the Caribbean?
2: So Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp. No, I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) Um, No, so Uh, you're right. Everything just resumes the next day. It's very bizarre. Um, I once played a continuation game in a regional. Where the score was six to six after two innings, and they <laughs> they bang, they banged it to unbang it in the morning. And we need
1: a different we need a different term for pausing because banging is like it's over. Right? But you can unbang it. Are you, oh, okay. Oh, so you're unbang. You're saying that you're that's what the unbang is.
0: Unbang. Called. And then it, we had zero zeros on the board for the remainder of the game, and it went fourteen.
1: After you resumed it. After
0: right. we resumed it the next day.
1: Yeah. That's uh, a shock. Do you, now again, did you do like same ch-
0: spots? Like, hey,
1: oh, we got to go where you were yesterday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do, how do you, did you, did you play any uh, continued games where you had any superstitions along those lines? I didn't have any
2: superstitions along the same spots because typically a continuation game for me, it was, you know, we were playing a rainy game. And this happened a lot of the time at schools that I played at where we weren't the best baseball team. And, so a lot of the time, you know, the game got canceled, and it's like, hey, we're going to pick up tomorrow. By the way, you're still losing by 11 runs when we start That's tomorrow. tough. It's like, look, let me just be wet and lose. Just get it over with, rip the Band-Aid off so tomorrow can be a new day. Instead, you're going to make me remember all the things that got us to this terrible score and continue. <laughs> and then, by the way, when we're done that, guess what we're going to do? We're
1: going to play again. Sure. <laughs> we're going to play sure. again. But would you rather do that or sit around for three hours and finish it the same day? Because this is the other thing where it's like you're losing. Oh, we're just going to sit around and wait to finish it. What's worse? Uh,
2: I think it's worse doing the continuation the next day because you got to sleep on it and all this stuff. And then you, you <laughs> also, do the whole warm-up. Whole warm-up you would do for a
1: nine-inning game, but you're only playing three innings. It's like, okay, all right. Also, to the point about sleeping on it, you know, normally in a baseball game, it only goes so long. You're only losing for a couple hours. Yeah. But <laughs> if, if you suspend the game, I'm just now losing for like 14 hours. I'm in this perpetual state of, of being a loser. Yeah, <laughs> can't like That can't be That anxiety of being down in a game and being like, oh, God, we're losing. Like, you are just, ugh, you're just sitting in it. You're sleeping in it.
2: Especially if you play for one of those hard-o coaches who's like, hey, if we're losing, no fucking fun.
1: You can't be happy. <laughs> right. Bus like, ride home right. is
0: quiet. Like <laughs> right. wet you know, eggs in the morning. Losing. All quiet yeah. wet
1: eggs. You can't say, oh, we lost flush it. Move on to the next one. Like, I am still losing right now. Wow. Like you're just all right, boys. Down
0: 11. We're down 11 today. Let's just, like, let's see what we could do. Crazier things have happened.
2: <laughs> it's like, yeah, not here. This is Binghamton. This is Binghamton
0: New York. Crazy things <laughs> fa- happen here. And the facade has been dropped. I'm in Binghamton. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly all right that uh that's that's it for our well there's some other rain stuff but let's move on to some actual baseball chatter uh jake vince i know that a few uh weeks ago we talked about the what do they call it? the governor is it the governor's cup is that correct did i did i get that right I don't know. The, oh, I'm Ole from the Misses north. Mississippi State, uh, yeah. Steven Shock, can you confirm that?
2: In Europe, I believe it's the Parliament Cup, but here it's it's the Governor's Cup, I believe.
1: <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so uh, basically we talked about that, and, and that was a, an interesting series. They played Ole Miss in Mississippi State, played four games, not three. I mean, they played three uh, in Oxford and then they ended up splitting and at that stage uh, a couple of weeks ago it was like oh boy this is these teams we thought you know we got the defending champs and the team that was number one at one point what's going to happen well since then these two teams have gone in uh, fairly different directions uh and we're going to talk about it right now uh which which one would you like to begin with uh, gentlemen because uh old, is, mi-
0: old miss
1: let's go let's begin with old it's miss it's an e God. Oh, sorry. My no, but no, but when yeah, you're talking about Tim, El- when you're talking about Tim Elko, though, it is a it is a hard D there for,
0: for, for Old Miss. Shouts um, out, shouts out to all the moms at um, at the Rebels game today, Old Misses. Old Miss, Happy Mother's Day you to
2: you.
1: Now, as they uh, as as look, if you look in the standings, we're still not feeling that good, but they did just sweep Mizzou, and wow. That's, yeah. congratulations That's on That's short for Zoo. Missouri,
2: just so, <laughs> just so everybody knows.
1: Missouri. Do <laughs> you have a problem with that, Chuck?
2: I just don't fucking get it. If you're going to shorten something, take out more than two letters, you know? Oh, so you
0: have no problem with the Z. Yeah,
2: well, I don't, you, underst- I would- I don't understand that either, but I get it. It sounds similar.
0: They would you be, know? if they took out less, it would be Miss. And then it would be miss against Ole Miss, like New England or Miss.
1: Like should they be? <laughs> they can't be exactly. That's why it's confusing. Fair. Fair. So anyway, so they stay they, they sweep Missouri. Okay, well is that something to be that excited about? They're the worst in the SEC? No, maybe not. But they are still alive. They're still alive, Ole Miss. While they are still in sixth place in the SEC West, they are still alive. Unlike the Mississippi State Bulldogs, who uh, just got uh, swept at home by Florida and this is the defending champs now I don't know historically this is more of a question for for you know Mark Etheridge and and Rooney and Mike Rooney and all those guys and but how often does the defending champion not make the postseason in division one baseball that can't be very often right I'm assuming that doesn't happen very often
2: I don't believe so it it feels like the Madden curse
0: (laughs) it's very Florida Marlins fire sale energy (laughs) <laughs>
1: yes, except the sale was
0: Landon Sims-UCL
1: blowing out. And, is, and uh, everyone getting drafted. And everyone getting drafted. Now, I will say their final two SEC series are Texas A&M and Tennessee. Okay. So maybe if they sweep both of those, that would get them to uh, 15 and 15.
0: But that's seeming pretty unlikely at this stage. Also, they could win the tournament. Don't forget.
1: I uh, guess, right? Does Everyone gets in. So, it just no. means more.
0: If you win the SEC tournament, you get an auto that bid have... to the so maybe, Super maybe Regional.
1: Maybe we are burying them too soon, so forgive us. But the main thing here is, like, I'm just bummed. My main takeaway here is if this is not going to be a postseason team, it sucks because Duty Noble seems like a blast, and I would like to watch more baseball games happen there, and I feel like that is looking very unlikely in this stage. I agree yeah so that 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 just bumps me up. uh but jake
0: do you have any other mississippi state takes i tip my cap uh to to the juniors who are basically seniors and to the seniors who are seniors uh it's weird it's a weird phenomenon right like this kind of happened with my alma mater who went to the college world series in d3 and then a lot of people left but the people who stayed behind then suffered an awful season where the team was bad right and and you were both part of a team that won the first national championship in Mississippi State's case. And then a team that was like. <sighs> <laughs> so even though your final memory is bad, it doesn't negate the entirety of the experience. It's like when you break up with someone, you know, like just because the end is bad doesn't mean you didn't love your time together. You know what I mean, Steven?
2: Yeah, sure.
0: I mean, you still
2: got a ring. He's still got a ring that I don't know, like 281 other schools didn't get. That's very and, true. Yeah, and you know, Coach Lemons, if you're listening to this, if you want to pay me to come throw a BP, light some fire under your guys' ass, I, I can do that. I.
0: But what's weird now is like now that now what right? Like they're playing the rest of the season. Like they're not just gonna go home. They do certainly feel dead, but they, are are they going to like compete against Tennessee, or is I, it going to be well, like? Well, that's the, that's a good question,
1: right? Um, and A and M obviously going to be they're they're trying to win every game right now too, but the Tennessee series will be very interesting because. I don't know if Tennessee will really have much to play for. In terms it's like of Tennessee resting its
0: starters; like it's gonna. Yeah, host. like I
1: doubt they would, but maybe they would. But they, but at the same time, like if I've been watching, as we've talked about, if I've been watching Tennessee and I'm on any other team, of course I going to beat them. <laughs> like, come on, who cares if my season's over? Like, I want to beat those guys. So. Uh, you know, and hey, I guess yeah, you know, maybe maybe a miracle Hoover run is is in store. Yeah, but, so you
2: want the blue um, shell in last place in Mario Kart, last lap, nothing <laughs> matters. But you want to throw something at the first place team, kind of piss that's them a, off.
1: That's a great. That is an extremely good way to put it. Uh, so Mississippi State, we salute you. Obviously, still a fun team. And hey, maybe maybe this is way too early, but it is it is not looking uh, not looking
0: great for the Bulldogs.
1: Uh, quick little ACC chatter. Uh, we want to talk about ties because we had the rare Division I tie. Let's get
0: fancy. Put our ties weekend. on. <laughs> Let's put oh. our, Yeah, this is
1: a, a tie-required uh, podcast. Louisville and Wake Forest played a pretty crazy series. Obviously, two very offensive clubs. Um, I believe Brock Wilkin hit three homers in a Saturday game. And then today, they played – it was 5-5. They finished the 12th. I know, Jake, you were watching this game. Were you watching this game live when it ended?
0: Yeah, here's what happened. Ready? Yeah, tell. So it to
1: me because I missed this.
0: I have my new cockpit set up where I got another screen and I'm just sitting in my baseball, you know, uh, sensory deprivation chamber. And I've got like eight games on. I've got half, one screen's MLB, one screen's college. And I'm like, oh, wow, this game's going into the 13th, like the final out of the 12th. And I go and I take a poo-poo um, <laughs> and I come back and it's like the ACC, your event has ended screen. Like, and I'm which, like, what, huh? And how? I go to D1.com. Scores, by the way. Good place out. to go. What a page. What a page. What, page a, what, a, what a big page. And I search Wake Forest it says five to five. I'm like, oh, that's got to be a typo. Like, they didn't update the stats. Nope. Turns out you're not it's allowed over. to start an inning after 445 uh, in the ACC on a Sunday. Because it's the Lord's Day, I guess. <laughs> to go to Mass. Yeah. That's uh, – I don't know what Bible
1: verse that is, mostly because I'm Jewish, but there's some Bible verse about not starting uh, an inning
0: after 4.45 p.m. John 3:16, yes. I believe. Um. I believe that that's not it. But, you know, it was just a weird sight of, like, the roles in baseball when a game is over are very defined, right? The losing team stares into the distance for about six seconds, picks up their stuff, and walks <laughs> down the line. The winning team hops out of the dugout and slaps some skin and then heads mm-hmm. down the line – and is happy in this scenario neither team really knew what to do because it didn't seem like anybody on either team had ever experienced a tie like this in their lives and so it was everyone looked really bummed it was very funny whereas in like english soccer right that's standard so dudes know Super how to normal know how to handle the tie these gentlemen did not
1: no, it's, I, it's super bizarre. I, I think don't, the I don't only know, it's Shock, have you ever tied? Have you ever, you nope, never, tie?
2: never done it. But I imagine if I did, I would just yell, eh, it could be worse. And then that is how <laughs> I would handle it. And then I'd pack up my cleats, go to the hotel room, and lock myself in my chamber and watch Comedy Central. But hey, guys. Hey, boys. We could have lost. <laughs> we could have gotten shit pumped today. We didn't. Didn't lose today. It's a good draw on the road
1: yeah that's a great draw Yeah, really.
2: mom said yeah. we gotta come home for dinner though so we're tied <laughs> bye guys sorry
0: I gotta get home it's Mother's Day
1: <laughs> so just like
0: <laughs> man, that's true
1: yeah I don't know super super bizarre I don't totally uh, understand also like how is that how have we never seen I guess they normally start at noon and that's plenty of time but again 12 innings does not feel like that's just yeah. a lot of baseball to play to not have a winner So, especially in a rubber match that's the other thing which is super unfortunate for them, you know. Right. It was right, you know. Uh, or, or, yeah, what it was
2: because uh, Wake Forest won on Saturday, Louisville won on Friday, I believe. Well, one one version of that: one team won one day, one team won the other day. They, <laughs> yes, no yes. team won both days. But,
0: I am I'm pro Thai I'm pro Thai um, More ties, more ties more? dude. Thai food's great. Like that's true. Dude, I would, love getting man. fancy.
2: You would love private Catholic high school if you're pro Thai Huge on it.
0: <laughs> sounds, sounds actually like I wouldn't. All right. So <laughs> the last thing we want to talk about before we hop into show and go and a word from our sponsor, Uh-oh. our fake sponsor. Uh, we want to talk about the Pac-12. For those of you who don't know, there are five Power 5 schools. Um, and four of them we talk about. That's going to be the Big 10, the Big 12, the ACC, and the SEC. And the, yeah. the last one is the Pac-12. And that's in a place in America called the West, okay? In the Pacific, I believe West
2: it's called. The West and Utah. Is it the place where, <laughs> like, if you won the Oregon Trail, you ended up there? Yes. Is it, like, that area? Okay. Yes,
0: yes. Okay. Now—
2: I, I got you now.
0: In all seriousness, we're not denying that there are, there are good baseball teams in the Pac-12. In fact, uh, the most recent D1 Baseball Top 25 has a number of teams from— the Pac 12 ranked in the top 25. Some of them will probably host regionals. Oregon State, shouts out to them. Stanford might host a regional. Oregon could host a regional. But we're here to UCLA talk about is good. UCLA is pretty good, even though they got swept by Washington randomly this weekend. I have not watched an inning of Pac 12 baseball in about two months. And the reason for that is I'm lazy and none of the games are on the ESPN Plus situation and i'm not going to venture beyond it means more town to watch it means less baseball
1: Duh. <laughs> so obviously some people listening saying wow how arrogant yes. of him but i mean look this is why people make a big deal out of these out of these uh you know networks and channels and and, and these package deals because it's an access thing and while i remember being skeptical that like this made a difference when it comes to the you know the actual selections and the seating and like respect for west coast baseball but like it has to make a difference when it's just harder to watch and you can only of course coaches know each other and of course coaches there's regional advisory committees where coaches are seeing these teams and it's not like people you can't watch
0: them but it the, definitely but the, does the, make a difference and the broadcasts suck relatively <laughs> like if i want to watch a baseball game Oregon State is not overwhelmingly better than, like, a team in the SEC that's worth the dip in broadcast quality. And what that what that means is at the end of the day, like, people don't watch it as much. And so it's harder to comment on it because the experience isn't as good. And, like, it's not to say that these teams aren't good. Like, one of these teams is going to make it to Omaha. It happens every year. Arizona, yeah. Stanford, Oregon State. Or, like, so one of these teams is going to get there. And we're going to go to Omaha, and we're going to see them, and we're going to be like, who are you guys? Nice to meet you. <laughs> What, what do you, you guys do? You know, but yeah. it, they're not worst. Obviously, every major leaguer is from freaking California for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, as a consumer of college baseball, it has been a huge impediment to me getting interested in West Coast baseball, and which is weird because, like, we love late-night MLB games, Jordan, and I feel right, like—
1: Right, right. It's not necessarily a time zone thing, but— it does make a difference, I would say. So, and I think for the average fan, though, that's also part of it, right? Um, but for us, that's not, that's not the reason. It's more about the excess. Uh, Shock, what do you think about that? Yeah, it? I oh, mean – The disrespect.
2: I don't know about everybody else, but me personally, maybe I ate paint chips as a kid. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm a very one-to-two-click type of person. I want to be able to plop down on my couch, turn on the ESPN app, and click the games that I love, the games that I want to see. You know, whether it's an East Coast game or a West Coast game. I love college baseball. That's that's well known. But tuning into those broadcasts, I don't know if it's because I only tune in during nighttime when you know I've already had my Earl Grey tea because I'm a health freak, and you know I'm a little sleepy because you know Big Steve's got to get his naps in, and. I, I don't know if that's it, it's just the time I'm tuning in, or what it really is, but just the games, they're, they're harder to see, they're harder to see, and it, it makes it tough, because I like to think of myself as someone who can bring some pretty good exposure to college baseball, not to toot my own horn or anything like that, because I'm not like all about myself, but... When it's hard for me to find the games, that's when it becomes tough to share moments from those games because it's like, okay, if I see a clip on Twitter, I'll click that and share that. But Mm -hmm. the odds of me seeing a clip are are pretty low because I'm not watching the game looking for those clips because most of the time when I tweet a clip of a game, it's like something that I just saw. So I go to the team's page. I turn on Twitter notifications for that team because I'm like, okay, this play was sick. I'm gonna share it. They're gonna share it first because that's how I get my videos. Or I'll just record my TV screen. But if I can't have those games on, if I can't find those games, it's gonna be, you know, a little bit harder to show off the cool stuff in the games because I'm not.
1: Yeah. Too I mean, big. man, we're really getting how the sausage is made at Big Donkey Forty Seven. You really are. You really are. That's how it is. Uh, but no, you're you're totally right. All that said, Oregon State seems really freaking awesome. <laughs> and They're they really have, good. They're really good. Uh, they have, Cooper Jerpy is uh, very possibly going to be the first college pitcher selected uh, in this year's draft. Um, I mean, Daniel Susack, Dylan Beavers, like these guys. Brock Jones could still – I mean, eh, Brock Jones could still be a first-rounder. We'll see. But these are great baseball players, and it's just a matter of, you know, we're, we're just not seeing them as easily, and that's, and that's frustrating. But anyway, and, and I will also say that, like, you know, it probably doesn't help that you know, Arizona State, some of these other flagship programs are not good. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> Arizona help. State is, Arizona State is, is, is just really not good. And UCLA is, is I think, pretty good, but, you know, has, has been a little disappointing. So that also probably doesn't help. But anyway, uh, we just wanted to at least acknowledge, since I'm we, sure this impacts all people wondering. We
2: still love you. Like, yeah. that, it's not that.
1: Uh, We're going to take a quick break and hear from our fake sponsor and then we will return with a little show and go and then go beyond D1.
0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Upside Down Man. Is it pouring? Is that field sloppy and soaked? Are you the team clown that everyone expects to be funny when they're bored? Does that bother you sometimes? Actually, let's discuss this later at therapy. Anyway, make sure you try Upside Down Man. Take those pants off remove that uniform, and flip those bad boys around. Your shoes? Put them on your hands. Duh. Now go run around out there in the mucky wet outfield and put on a show until this game gets canceled. Upside Down Man. It's like man, but the other way around. Upside Down Man.
2: Thank you,
1: Upside Down Man, for sponsoring.
0: Can I add
2: a potential tagline for Upside Down Man? (laughs) Absolutely. Upside Down Man. You're going to hate the way you look. I can guarantee it. <laughs>
0: I disagree.
2: <laughs> Your boys might know. like it, but you see a picture and you go, oh, whoa. I should, well I should wear
1: these right side up. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, maybe I should wear my clothes. like, Whoa, that's not right. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to our show and go segment, favorite moments of the week, courtesy of at Big Donkey 47 That's Stephen steam and shock. I do what I can. Let's begin. Oh, Jake, Jake's
0: showing something. <laughs> Is that you? That's me, mid-upside-down mid upside man with my <laughs> pants falling off on the field. Dude, you
2: wore hanes. <laughs> you wore hanes under your <laughs> uniform?
0: Whoa, no ads. I, Whoa, I didn't play. Careful there.
2: wear <laughs> <laughs> compressions.
0: <laughs> have some respect. Why would I wear compressions? There's, there's no reason to compress. <laughs> uh, All right, I, let's I move on. All right.
1: Show and go. Favorite moments of the week. Let's begin with... Max Williams of Eastern Kentucky, who hit three homers against Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State? Did I get that right? I, I think, Did I make that up?
2: I think you're right. I, you right? got to remember. That sounds like whenever I say trust. Jacksonville State, I'm like, that
1: be, there's no way there's a
0: Jacksonville State. That's not a, that's not a state. <laughs> <laughs> that, there's no
1: way that can be right. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just going to go with the Jacksonville State. Here's what I want to say is that Eastern Kentucky is very fun to watch. I've actually watched a lot of them on the old ESPN+. Plus. Uh, and Kendall Ewell is a name you need to know. He's got 13 homers, and I think he's going to go in the top five rounds, even though nobody's talking about him. So, shout-out to Kendall Ewell. And Eastern Kentucky, Max Williams, three homers in the game is very impressive.
0: Incredible example of we're talking about Eastern Kentucky. Like, they're a good ball team, but, like, <laughs> I have not seen an Oregon State highlight in <laughs> right.
1: Thank you. That, honestly, it is a month. Honestly, it is a great way to put it. Tweet so,
0: your videos. Good. Just do it. Uh,
1: Jake Mintz, I know you wanted to mention <laughs> now <laughs> one of the goofier series we could possibly see on the schedule, particularly because it is May, right? If you see this series in March, you're like, oh, okay. like I I'm, I'm truly would not have been faced by it. But because yes. it is May, the series between the U, and the North Dakota State University is one of the stranger series we have, we have seen this year.
0: This is just what I love about it, right? I'm just going to read the weekend opponents, okay, okay. for this program. Uh, for, this is who Miami played over the last month or so. Virginia, three times. FAU, pretty good program. Virginia Tech, three times. Bethune-Cookman, not great. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Stetson, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech. North Dakota State, three times. UCF, Florida State, Florida Gulf Coast, Notre Dame. Like, North Dakota State, these boys journeyed down from their cold perch for a weekend in Miami, middle of the year, little, little holiday. They probably captioned all their Instagram posts, taking our talents to South Beach. But <laughs> it looks, based upon the score, that they forgot their talents at home because Miami absolutely mollywopped them into oblivion. I mean, in you, and Two.
1: Like, of course. Like, wow, that's strange. strange. We can't be, we can't be. What's talking. so funny about
0: this to me is like, you know, you're in North Dakota state in insert town name here. I'm sorry. I don't know the name of the town. where that Oh God. Is.
1: You don't know that North Dakota state is in Fargo, <laughs> which you should have guessed. I should have, have guessed Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I should
0: have guessed Fargo. So, you know, you're in Fargo and it's, it's still f- snowing on May 7th. Right. And you and the boys get on a plane for a weekend in the tropics. And you're like, well, you know, if we only lose by two on Friday, like we could probably go out. Instead, you get obliterated 22-0 <laughs> to zero and the game lasts to 11 and you have to go right to bed.
2: Oh, my God. I, I just hope they pack sunscreen. Because going to Miami, it's a win if you don't get sunburned. That's The Miami sun's different.
0: You could say those buffs got burnt on and off the field.
1: Uh, and hey, show some respect. They're in first place in the Summit League. So. They're still a decent team. Don't get me wrong. I know. Not, it's not hurting their conference record, and that is, that's that's what's most
0: important. The idea of a team from the Summit League going to Miami <laughs> where the there's nothing remotely resembling anything of a summit. The highest
2: summit in uh, in Florida is 300 feet above sea level, I believe.
0: Uh, you exactly. are correct. I spent that's a lot exactly. of time on that Wikipedia page. Uh, moving forward. <laughs> Texas A&M has yeah. really good ball club, by the way, first of they all. Are,
1: they are heating up, uh, and they had a walk-off homer against South Carolina, courtesy of Brett Minich. And, Shaq, you tweeted that this was your favorite home run trot of yeah. the year. So I just so liked, tell, tell us why.
2: I just really liked the way he was bouncing around. You could tell, like, you know, it was one of those things. I watched it, and I was like, oh, cool home run. And then I saw how happy he was, and I kind of smiled. I was like, oh, good for him, you know. I was like a mom watching a Facebook video, just like oh, that makes he me w- happy.
1: It was <laughs> it was a great, it was a great. Uh, first of all, a, a big key to any uh, walk off celebration is how do you come down the line from mm-hmm. third to home, right? So there's a lot of different versions of this, uh, and Minich, what he executed. Actually, I, I'm curious what you guys what you guys think about this. For you aesthetically, what is your favorite version of getting rid of the helmet because that's become very standard is to throw your helmet do you like the because he kind of went with the chuck it to the side i like like almost all the way to first base which looks pretty cool then there's the guys who you could you know you could shoot it like a basketball into you the crowd of your teammates that's an option
0: drop kick break that foot you can drop
1: kick your helmet i'm not sure i've seen that one and then there's just the Throw it as high as you can, right? That's don't the like. other option. So, how do you guys feel about that's dangerous? Helmet t-
0: throwing t- it as high as you can is like when you take a a bullet, like you shoot a bullet into the sky. Yeah. Like, I, oh my <laughs> god! Just because you don't know who the victim in is doesn't mean there isn't one. That's, yeah, that's a
2: I would. Point. I was gonna say I don't like throwing it up because I remember watching a MythBusters when I was about twelve years old about this woman who got killed because a bullet came flying down from the sky because someone decided to start a race with a real gun so I I've always been afraid of falling objects you, you got to remember gravity is one of the fiercest forces we're ever going to deal with in our lives so Dude, that is
0: a that's a tough mother's day
2: yeah not yeah I, I don't know the exact date of the killing but that's what <laughs> happened or her ex-husband liked to say or something like that but I, I like rolling it to the side. I really do. I, I think it's I safe. Everybody it knows cool. where it is.
0: I, I think it looks cool. I like putting it under your jersey and then like having a pregnancy on home plate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I Ryan love that movies.
1: I guess I guess that's the real takeaway. There is much more creativity to be had with the helmet in particular. Yeah. Um so I just wanted to bring that up. But Brett Minich, what a moment. Uh, AM, scorching hot. Second in the SEC West right now, I want
0: someone uh, to a hit a walk off and just get, na- just get naked, just uh, get naked around the bases. Like if you did that, if you hit a walk off home run and you stepped on home, you know, bare bones, button back, and and <laughs> well, like, hold on, hold on,
1: let's keep the theme. Uh huh. Could you pull off upside down, man? It's gonna be tough. <laughs> like, oh, thanks to sponsor. Honestly, are there rules about? There aren't really rules about how long you have to take around the bases, right? Like, if you hit a walk-off homer, as long as you eventually touch home, you could presumably stop after third base, get into upside-down man, and just book it on the way out with, you know, waving your (laughs) shoes in the air and all kinds of stuff. Like, what do you think about that? Your
2: your teammates are going to rip your jersey off regardless because whenever you get a walk-off, you know, every every the whole team's thinking, okay, what do his nipples look like right now? So – they rip your shirt off, so you go upside down, man. What do they do? Just aggressively pull the zipper.
0: Upside oh, down, man. A on a walk off is a me guy move. It's a oh, me guy that's move. Not a team. What if it's <laughs>
1: drizzling? What if it's drizzling? if it's wet?
0: If it's if it's wet, it's a we guy move. If it's okay. dry, it's a me guy move.
1: Okay. Uh, two <laughs> two more two more quick ones. Uh, let's first do uh, Rutgers in Maryland, who because of the rain, their series got pushed. So they played two games today on Sunday. I think they're playing the third tomorrow. Crazy games, high scoring, but the play of the day absolutely belonged to Maryland right fielder Troy Schreffler, who, uh, as you pointed out, I didn't know that, that people knock the, the short fence in, at Rutgers, at right field. I think it's the perfect size. I do Particularly too. for home run robberies, and it's not that short. Like, Yeah, it's like, what, five and a half, six feet maybe?
0: Yeah, Probably No, it's yeah. taller than him.
1: It's taller than it's, he is. I think, it's, I think it's basically, yeah, it's like six, whatever. It's, it, is, it looks a little short, but I love it. I, I think it's great, and it allows for moments like this. Um, so it's an amazing catch by Troy Treffler. However, I have to say that it is extra funny because then he throws it in because there was runners on first and second, and the guy's tagging. And the ball just gets away. From, from the infielder. And it just, it's just a really funny example of like, particularly the shortstop chasing after the ball of like, <laughs> wow, such grace and athleticism. And then suddenly, four seconds later, it's like,
0: it, they fucked up. But the ball <laughs> is like rolling across the infield, and the announcer is like, Troy Schrifler, unbelievable play. And it's just like the ball on the infield. Right. <laughs> it just looks very funny. I also I love, so you know how like Mike Trout made his iconic home run robbery in front of the Southwest sign. And like people have done the calculations about how much money that made Southwest, et cetera. Oh yes. What I love about this catch is he does it in front of Rutgers's uh years they made the (laughs) postseason sign in the outfield. And it's just a great reminder of how sad of a program this is because not a lot of trips
1: to to the not many Southwest flights.
0: Not
1: many Southwest flights. But hey we gave them credit. I, I know. We'll see if they, they, they if they end up winning the series against Maryland. But they, this year, Rutgers has been amazing. Maybe they, maybe they're 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 going to you know, get 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 some more more numbers up there on that. I'm on feeling that one.
0: fresh paint.
1: Uh, last, nothing nothing
0: since 2007.
1: Uh, last show and go. Uh, we just wanted to congratulate Queens University of Charlotte, who will be moving on up to Division One baseball. We love yeah. it. Do uh, you have, have some connections ups. to this program, Shock?
2: Yeah, right? so uh, their first base coach, Evan Duhon, is one of my really good friends from my time at UVA. He was our team manager at UVA when I was there. He's just a great dude from, uh, from New Orleans. He's just a Cajun guy, as, as Cajun as they can come. But one thing I love about Queens University, and I hope they don't let the new status change them, is the fact that their first base coach's dad flies up from New Orleans every game to do, like, broadcast and also live tweet the game. And he does a better job than most people who get paid to do it, in my opinion. So Queens better better keep letting him do that stuff, because I love <laughs> I that.
1: I agree. You mentioned it uh, earlier this season on a, on a midweek pod about about that. So I'm yeah, glad, I'm it's glad. Awesome. So i for, I forgot this is the same school. So that's good. Yeah, I hope he can still be be running the show. Although also maybe they have some more resources that also might be good. Yeah, but <laughs> um, let, let him keep run. the freaking log and damn it. Yes. Uh now Queens University, unfortunately for them, they will no longer be eligible for our final segment as we go beyond mm. D1. Uh, two quick ones for you this week. Uh, first, we just wanted to shout out Nicholas
0: Shouten. Shouten. Shout. Shout out. Shooting. That's S-H-O-U. how you say it. That's how you say it in Wisconsin during Shout Out. Oh, sure. Okay, sure.
1: <laughs> uh, this gentleman on Wisconsin Parkside, as D3 fans, we did not realize there were Wisconsin satellite schools that are not in the WIAC. But Wisconsin Parkside went over to Grand Valley State in Michigan, who is one of the best programs in D two, having a good season, and took the series, I believe, uh, against them. And this is crazy because Parkside, coming into this game, was two and thirty two, <laughs> or three and thirty two. I'm sorry, they were three and thirty two, and they went over to Grand Valley State. And what did uh, Nicholas do? He threw a twelve inning complete game on a hundred and thirty two pitches, which is insanely efficient. Um, 11 so
2: pitches an inning.
1: That is ridiculous to do against a very uh, good team. So, shouts out to Wisconsin Parkside on getting their uh, fourth and fifth wins in the season. But the real beyond D1 we have to shout out is a gentleman, uh, I believe, named Cole Hampton. Hampton. Thank you. No problem. I got you. Cole Hampton plays at Missouri s and Mm-hmm. Fuck your A&Ms <laughs> This is S&T baby Science, and, t- science <laughs> and technology Science and technology I believe they are Division 2 I were playing I don't know which game I, don't think this, I think this was against Southern Indiana But of course it was raining We had a rain delay And Mr. Hampton was performing One of the more ridiculous uh, talents That I really have ever seen particularly from a baseball player. Shock, what am I looking at in this video that you said the most important highlight you've ever
0: posted?
2: It it truly is. The dude starts off by balancing a hat on his nose, by balancing it all on the brim, and then it's like, okay, cool. Also, his nickname is Champ, because C-Hamp, which, after watching this video, makes Mm -hmm. fucking sense. So, after the hat, (laughs) he goes, alright, I'll do a helmet. A little riskier, you know, the brim could maybe hit my nose and give me a boo-boo, does it, and I'm like, okay, what's he going to do for the dismount? He's balancing it well. Lands it on his head. Phenomenal stuff. Moves on from that to, I don't, I don't even remember what the next was, but he does upgrade to a hand sanitizer station that <laughs> is about waist high. It's got the little Purell thing stuck to it, and he's balancing that on his face, and I'm like, okay, all right, now that's impressive. And what does Champ do? Champ does champion shit. He grabs a pole that was used to weigh the tarp down. I believe it might be a PVC pipe. Oh, I was like, pipe. what
1: is that? That was my question. What is that?
2: Yeah, I think it was a PVC pipe. And he bounces that on his fucking face.
1: Just that like it's nothing. 10 feet tall? Yeah,
2: yeah. it's incredible. <laughs> the only thing that, like, it, the only knock I have against the video is I did not see any evidence of him trying the tarp roll. Because the tarp roll was out
0: in center field, and, you know, he'd he have di- He would have died.
1: Uh, you, would have,
0: you would have needed a crane to lift it onto
2: his face. Yeah, but you know what happens if it gets on his face? It stays what? standing.
0: That's even if it point. crushed him.
2: Even if it crushed him, I truly believe he could be down there dead under the tarp roll. And, like, it would be the most awkward video because everyone would be like, oh, this is very sad. Our friend Cole died. (laughs) But then the tarp roll still standing up, bounced perfectly on his nose. And everybody's like, but wait, he died doing what he loved.
1: Yeah, (laughs) That's
0: true. Can I share something about Cole Hampton? I have good news about Cole Hampton. Yes. Cole Hampton is senior age, but... Just the sophomore eligibility-wise.
1: Yeah, well, I'm seeing redshirt junior. I think he does have another year,
0: yeah. No, no, no. Redshirted in 2019. Actually, you know what? He might be a freshman. Redshirted in 2019. (laughs) Nice. Listen, 2020 was COVID. 2021 appeared in one game before missing the remainder of the season due to injury. So I think he's technically been on a college baseball team for three years, but is listed as a freshman. Like he's like technically a freshman,
1: or, or what you mean is he has at least two more years of eligibility. At
0: least two more years of balancing stuff in his face That's after true. the season.
1: So while I do not, I don't want to see the tarp, the actual tarp. We got I a lot want, of time to go big, but I do want to see. He's a senior. Yeah. God, what a, what a performance! So shouts out uh, to Cole Champ. It is a worthy nickname. Um, we it. always love going beyond D one. So. Thank you for giving us something to talk about. That's going to do it for this week's episode of The Shock Factor. Final thoughts, my good friend Steven?
2: I think it was a fun week, you know? I think there was a lot of cool stuff that happened. Obviously, the guy balancing shit on his face is my favorite because... You guys know me. You know I love baseball, but I don't love it for traditional reasons. I love the weird stuff guys do and the stuff guys are going to talk about the rest of their lives. And everybody on the School of Science and Technology are going to remember this and talk about it for the rest of their lives. And I I can say that with full faith because I feel like you got to be smart to get into a science and technology school. So, you know, if Cole wants to go on in life – and pursue something other than baseball, GoPro, and something other than sports. I hope it's in like some sort of architecture or some sort of engineer who understands balance because he clearly knows it better than I ever ever have.
1: Hey, he said S&T for a reason. He says he's a majoring in mechanical engineering. So uh, sure. we, love, we love Champ. Um, good luck next week uh, with whatever you're going to balance if they are indeed still. Let's, let's just make sure. Do they have any more games this year? Um, I hope so. Uh, Jake Mintz, final thoughts? Oh, I have one final thought, but go ahead.
0: No, I got. I have nothing left to say.
1: Uh, oh, their season's over. All right, so it's a good thing he has eligibility left. Hopefully we will see him out there balancing again soon. Uh, here's the last thing. Uh, see you guys in Omaha. Yeah. How about that? I'll see you there. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. we cool. obviously still a month out, but we are going to be there, and we're very excited, so um, now you know. It's going to be a grand old time. Will that be the first time we meet Steven? Yeah, it, it will be
2: the first time you ever meet me, so oh, you are going to get That's going to
1: gonna be – oh, boy, that's going to be a good time. All right, well, thank you, everyone, <sighs> for listening, and we will talk to you next week on Shock Factor.
0: See you.